it's the Page Avenue Crew Podcast. My name's Adam. Hi, I'm Dan. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, I'm crying. Josh is doing mic tricks. Oh, hold on. I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan's crying. crying. Ryan's crying. Oh. oh, do it again, Josh. Do it. <laughs> show him, show the world. God, if you can no, see I'm the gonna, face. I'm going to say why. Because before we started, Adam said that hey, you got to stop breathing after you talk. So now <laughs> you can stop nose breathing real yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. Josh likes to say words. <laughs> Josh likes to say words and they go <laughs> after he says it. Man. <laughs> yeah, I got that new snare. Oh, oh it's so good. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus! Intense. And then we said that's no, that's that's a uh, breath shaming. He's what? he's totally <laughs> shaming you. Harmony. It sounds like a race car. <laughs> <laughs> harmony. <on> it. <laughs> it's a. Everybody quiet. That's a high harmony. It's like a fifth on it. It's a NASCAR shit. Yeah. What is happening? It's like if the, uh, the singer of Rise Against was like <laughs> sucking in real loud. Yeah. Uh, that dude does sing in like power chords. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> That's called the Doppler effect, I think, on that microphone spin. We learned that at that, at that science center we went to on tour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a track. Oh, I'm having so much fun that. already, guys. <laughs> We're doing it. Yeah. Uh, like we said, our names are Adam <laughs> and Dan and Josh and Ryan. That is our names. Yeah. And like we said, we uh, have our story we have of a the podcast. God, this is where I wish we had video going. Oh, man. If you guys could see this, it's so great. But you can't. (laughs) We're all high on life because it's the 17th anniversary of Page Avenue right now. It is. Uh, Today, September 16th, 2003 is when that shit came out. That good shit. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Are you going to correct to the date? You gonna tell me I'm wrong? No, I was gonna say something. But I couldn't think uh, of um, actually, uh, according to my um, uh, my book here, I couldn't I couldn't think of anything funny. Yeah, that's fine. No. I do, you ever do that? Just in real life, just with other people, you go. You, I couldn't think of anything funny. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I do that all the time. No, because ninety nine percent of the time, all the Tony. <laughs> yeah, you're. Just I do it on funny. the reg. I just I you know I'm about to do a comeback and then I don't and then I just I I acknowledge my failure right <laughs> there in the conversation. You shrink back in the corner. Yeah. I can't think of anything funny. I'm going to go back downstairs. It's like that meme where uh, uh, Homer backs up into the bushes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. From The Simpsons. Uh, 17 years. That's pretty fucking long. That's long enough for a Considering person. Considering we're all only like 22. That's long enough for a person to be born, get grow fingered, up, get fingered, and be tried as an adult for a crime. Mm. When's the first time you guys fingered a chick? Uh, I think I was 15, 14 maybe. 15? Somewhere in there, yeah. I made out with a chick with tongue when I was 10. Her name's Jessica Patterson, and she's a lesbian now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you when you tongue kiss girls. No, but I didn't know how to tongue kiss. I just opened my mouth like this, and she kept moving her mouth, her tongue around in my mouth, and I just went. <laughs> it was just dinging around in your open mouth. I, I just opened my mouth as wide as I could. I know the noise you made. Josh, make that for him. <laughs> I, I got you. Him, I, I got you. Joke. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is that so funny? Yeah. Uh, my friend, my friend, and uh, drummer of my other band, my other drummer, he, uh, my friend Gabe, 
Our friend Gabe. Speaking of stuff <laughs> that happens, know, we know him. You guys know who he is. Speaking hey, of stuff that happens on, when you're 17. Hey. Yeah. No, no. Well, yeah, that. But he sent me a text that said Page Avenue is old enough to get a squeezer in an R-rated movie. <laughs> <laughs> a squeezer. <laughs> what the fuck's a squeezer? Like a boob squeeze. No, you should respond with Page, Page, Page Avenue is old enough to get somebody, to get one of your friend's sisters pregnant. Yeah. yeah. He gave Adam's sister a squeezer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did. And my friend Greg Prost. Shout out, Greg Prost. Prost. Remember when he made out with your sister? He we have did. it on film. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. Do we got it on film? We got nice. that on digital high eight tape. Yeah, it's on. It's on. It's on tape. Yeah, when we were editing the DVD, he was like, "Dude, watch this. Watch this. No, no, dude, don't look away. Watch this." It's like, God damn it. We'd be editing. I'd be like, I'd be like, man, I just this live. I don't know if this is working. Adam, like, look at this real quick. Every time it'd be a. Yeah, they're all hammered and just all. Oh fuck. Yeah. That's when we had, uh, that was during the, one of those Deftones after parties in St. Oh, Louis when all of our friends creeped him out. Yeah. Creep, Dude. Creep, everyone treat, uh, <laughs> creep Chino, Chino out. out. Yeah. As much as that did happen because St. Louis is like, apparently like such, we're like a pretty big Deftones city. I think mm. I feel like, and all of our friends were all into Deftones as much as, like in that friend group. So when we had that after party in St. Louis and he showed up, he's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, what is your, happening? Your friends suck. Yeah. No, but do we... <laughs> that was like before people got selfies, you got autographs. Yeah. Josh is going to make more noises than ever. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> we had the wrong oh, meeting before oh. this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, we should try not oh, to wait, do wait, this wait, so wait, that wait, we wait. do it more. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh. Oh, That's we're good. annoying Who as that? fuck, aren't we? Was that you? That was him. Who? I learned, was how, you? I learned how to throw my voice. No, that was, was our producer. <laughs> oh. oh, producer no. Drew in the building. No, I, oh, we gotta, we gotta. Because I heard we, a burp, but I didn't see anyone do it. We're like getting real now. We're like big time. We have a producer over in the corner. We sure as fuck can't figure out video though. Can no, we? No. That's, that's whoa, his whoa, fault. Whoa. Uh, it's his fault. We tried to do video for the first three. And yeah. Something happened every time. <laughs> something happened. <laughs> we realized that you can't be naked on YouTube, so we had yeah. to, we had to, had to, dump we had to all discard those. it. We can't sixty nine each other like. <laughs> On tour. <laughs> we can't run a train. <laughs> it's cool that you guys don't know this. We all have headsets on and we're actually 69ing right now. Yeah. yeah. We're, actually, we're doing the centipede. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never Great seen movie. that. Great I've movie. never seen it. I don't want to watch that. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Human oh. centipede. centipede. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the I think there's like four of them. Oh, they, Jesus. They make sequels yeah. to this fucking movie. God. That, uh, that movie seems like something that... Four idiots were talking about as a joke, just like us. And then yeah. someone's like, no, I know somebody can get us money to make that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they did. My friend Gary's got a million in the bank. <laughs> Gary. Why well, is it always Gary? Remember Gary, Gary from Playground Play King? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drew, he's a producer. Spelled D-E-U-C-E-E-R. You, you look him up on the, uh, on the local social media. Maybe you'd be tagged in the post if you uh, pulled your cards right. He's a producer. He ha- he handles bananas. Yeah. Apples. <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky, we'll let you say hi. <laughs> but for now. Not He's, right now. Drew, say up. hi. Hi. <laughs> See? We weren't lying. See, we're real. We have proof. That's a real person. We're not real. Um, 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 before we go on, I want to say... Uh, how can we go on? How can we go on? Uh, well, I want to uh, give a special shout out to our friends at Nudo House here in St. Louis. It's a fucking great ramen uh, restaurant. <laughs> um, uh, they're fucking awesome. And they hooked us up with a bunch of food every time we get hungry. And they are beautiful people. 
So if you live in the St. Louis area, go check out Nudo House and get you some good shit from our friend Chris Ladley. And uh, there's a there's a story of your picture on the wall. There's like a like a VIP section where you get get sit underneath the story of the year picture on Del Mar. Yeah, I do that all the time. Hold up, so we got a producer and sponsors and sponsors. Damn, Page Avenue crew. Hey, killing it. Watch out, Joe Rogan. Coming for you. Watch. We're gonna have to move to Texas soon. All right. Hey, and actually, this is the first episode that we're recording post Patreon launch. So shout out to all the patrons, everybody who came on early on. Fuck yeah, so great. Uh, we're gonna do some special shit for you. Maybe today. Maybe maybe tomorrow. Who knows? We'll see. Who Someday knows? For the rest of your life. We got maybe some never. shit coming. Maybe never. <laughs> maybe go fuck yourself. <laughs> maybe suck yeah. one. What else do we have to talk about okay. for, that we didn't cover in part one? Page Think. Avenue part one. What didn't we cover? We left off. We talked about some tidbits. We fr- talked about tits <laughs> from <laughs> from throughout the whole process, but we pretty much stopped after the after the first. Shout out to anybody who knows that quote. I love when we quote our own DVD. Itty bitty titties, titty bitty titties. <laughs> I got a big ma. I got a big ma. Oh, oh um, god, that chick sucks. Hey, do you want? You don't know? You know where we're at for that? Because I could tell you. Texas. <laughs> it was somewhere in Texas. I it was feel. in Atlanta. Everything's in Texas. Yeah. It was after the Foo Fighters thing we did. Yeah, because I said I, I said, met Dave Grohl that day. I said yeah. I was Dave Grohl. Didn't I tell her that? Or I yeah. told yeah. Yeah, you told her you were we told her we were Nirvana. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Oh, I know. I was like, Yeah, my name's Dave. Dave Grohl. She's like, Oh, hi Dave. Hey, shout out to her wherever hey. she's at. Hey, Where, wherever you are, lady. You know how we always try to do like drugs. We always try to do episodes and they always we always wind up talking about touring. Yeah, mm. while we were on tour in Texas, remember we got in that bar fight in Odessa. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. yeah, we didn't really. No, Chad, Chad, bear hugged us away from the fight. This is a great oh, story. Yeah. This yeah. is a great story. Okay, so we were. Hey, should we have Biff on and tell the story with him instead? Yeah, but we have a million Biff stories he, we can yeah. talk about with him. Let's tell this Chad one. Oluk Let's too, tell though. this one because this is yeah. great. Yeah, shout Polish. out Chad. God we, damn it, I miss Chad we and Biff. We can't tease and then not tell the story. Uh, we are going to have all of our crew members on, and eventually for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. that you that you might have seen spotlighted. Yeah. We should get them all highlighted on the in call. the DVDs. Um, so we're all like out in the bus. I think uh, like Biff was inside or somebody. No, 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 no. we were us. We were we were, no, no, no. we were in the bus because I was just talking about this with somebody. It was like Letter Kills was Letter inside. Letter Kills was inside. Yeah, and yeah, somebody was like making fun of yeah, yeah. Uh, his Justin, long hair. Yeah, somebody yeah. was making yeah. fun of Dustin, and, and we had that couple weeks where like we thought we were fighters. Yeah, we're like fuck this. They were being because Letter Kills. They were all like rock and roll dudes with super tight jeans and like just, you know, long hair and just in Texas in this kind of bar, they were just out of place. So these redneck idiots were like, Oh, what's up? Fuck pussies. Cool fucking jeans. Call them dropping F bombs yeah, on him and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He came in the bus, like really bummed out, like really like, down. Like somebody. Yeah. 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 Like either he came out or somebody came out and they're like, yeah, they're all fucking with us. So we all rolled in like crew style, like 30 <laughs> people. Not that we're tough. We're not tough at all, but we all rolled in. We're like, well, let's go see what this is about. How about you apologize to this dude? Essentially, <laughs> and what it just we like, there and to do. Did, was, what happened? There it was, was Paul, a, right? Drummer? No, I, I thought think it was Dustin. I thought it was no, Dustin. Dustin. They were all. They, they were all. In they there. were all in there. Okay. But yeah, I think but they was, were making fun of Dustin's hair. But it was Dustin that was like he was all sad about Paul it. Paul was eating yeah. my snacks. You remember Biff? <laughs> so Biff, uh, for context, our guitar tech, best dude in the world, a whole bunch of muscles. He's like five foot one, uh, just kind of short dude, but. Uh, just starts circling this guy, gets behind him, remember? <laughs> yeah. Because the, guy had, we were, the guy had a beer bottle. Because they were, somebody, who went in first and was talking to them like, yo, what's your fucking problem? Right, and, Chad. It was like Chad or somebody, one of our crew dudes was like. So one, yeah, one person was talking to the dude and you could, you Biff could see just the. just slowly 
circled behind him. It was just like, you could see his jaw clenched. He was like, he was making fists. All of a sudden, this, this dude, dude jumped, was like 6'5". This dude was every bit of 6'5", Biff's every bit of 2'1", <laughs> jumps up, grabs him by the neck, and pulls him all the way to the ground. And then yeah. Timmy's big fucking huge arm just, like, Timmy punched somebody through the door. Yeah, I don't no, remember no, no. that. I, I, there's video of Timmy. Two, two, two oh, yeah, we have video of the whole oh, thing. Yeah, That's right. There's two different... So the fight, Timmy's fist is the size of one of our heads. He yeah. punched the dude through the door, and the dude he went through right the door. He punched right out the door. Yeah. And, no, 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 and, is, and then he kept running down the street. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, fuck that, I'm gone. <laughs> so the, yeah. fight, the fight broke out, and then Chad, like, wrangled, the like, the five of us. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and said... Stay. He's yeah. like, band, get back. You guys yeah. can't get hurt, essentially, is what he was doing. So our crew members just so fought, I saw and we watched. Adam throw a chair at somebody. That Adam? You did? Yeah. Well, yeah, he a, threw a barstool A, a barstool bar flew at me. I was like, whoa. And I kind of laughed for a second and was like, no, fuck that. And I threw it back. Yeah. So like Beavis would. I saw, I saw, <laughs> was it, who was somebody, somebody was getting, um, what was Letter Kill's? Tech. Road dog. Road dog. Yeah. Road dog. Road dog was on the ground getting hit. Yeah. I saw oh, Timmy yeah. Timmy come up and kick this dude in the face and yeah. then immediately punch some other dude in the face. And the dude got hit, looked at Timmy, and then walked outside. No, no. Timmy punched him through the door and then <laughs> well, he yeah, fucking he went, went, he went out like, the door and then went to his car and left. Yeah. The momentum from the punch, like he just ran out <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. after getting punched. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. all I remember. Yeah. But we should say that Biff threw the first punch. Yes. But. This dude was all up. Nope, he didn't punch. He didn't he punch. got him in he headlock. Just, he just grabbed him and took him down, and then all hell broke. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah because he was, was he was up on one of because the dude had a beer well, bottle, and he was like, like he definitely he, that's like, right, that's right. Switched he was the way get, he held held the beer bottle yeah, to where yeah. he was going to hit somebody. And Biff with saw it, it, and he was and like, he was nope. all like this. They were all like nose nose to nose, like what you want to do about it, like that. And Biff was like, no, I'm not letting this shit happen. It was either Oaks or Chad. Like he was going to hit him with probably John Oaks. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Oaks. What's up, Oaks? Shout what out, up? Oaks Durango. Because a similar thing happened a few months, a couple or a month before this with Godsmack that we'll tell this story eventually. But yeah, uh, so that's why we were all on there? high alert and we were like, <laughs> and we, then, got, we yeah. can't let this happen again. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys. But we didn't do anything. We watched. No, nah, we time. just sat yeah. there. We had like seven crew members yeah. who were just getting in a good old fashioned yeah. Texas bar fight. <laughs> oh man, uh, it was cool. And then like, <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious. We were all like, oh, that was fun. And then they like. They were outside. The dudes were like throwing shit at our bus and stuff. Remember? Oh, Before yeah. they all left, like out in the parking lot, they were like, fuck you. And then, you know what else happened that night? The slide out in our bus broke. <laughs> was it stuck out? Yeah, it was stuck out. Uh, and we had to ride the crew bus to the next show. Jesus Christ. Uh, was uh, that, what, they had that really old bus driver who called the light bulb a bub. La <laughs> bubs. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Timmy would Gotta know. Gotta change the bub. <laughs> Timmy would know his name. I forgot about that guy. He was awesome. He had like a giant spit cup next to his fucking... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was, Doc. Well, boys, I'm gonna get up under there and change that bub. Yeah, dude, it was so <laughs> He was just a nice old peaceful man. He was. Charlie. Charlie Bird? Charlie, Charlie Bird. Bird. Charlie, Charlie Bird. Bird. There we are. Here you go. You boys ready to get on the bus? Do you, we, think, do you think Charlie Bird's a skeleton now? Dude, he's a skeleton uh, for sure. sure. That was 15 years ago. He was yeah. about 109 at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So shout out Charlie Bird, R.I.P. Unless you're still alive. Yeah, Robert then, was cool. our tour, our our, our tour yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that he, guy was awesome. He bought a grill. He bought like a seven hundred dollar nine foot long grill. <laughs> yeah. He would he would make bread every day. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had like a bread maker in the bus. He would <laughs> yeah. make us bread every day. It's he was crazy. Uh, he was the best, but he got like 
real attached. Like, yeah. he stopped going to the hotel to sleep and stuff because he wanted to hang out all the time. <laughs> it's like, cool, guys. No, no, I'll sleep tomorrow. It's fine. It's like, well, no, actually, no, no. We, we have like a 400-mile 400, 400 drive tonight, and we need to survive no, the night. Sleep, dude. I'll just take a nap in the back lounge. <laughs> no, dude, you should go to the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. He started to get... Uh, Real close, like uh, the dude who helped out Shooter McGavin who wanted to go to Red Lobster with him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <My> Perfect. <laughs> All right, Shooter. God bless. <laughs> dude, no one will top Kevin Cassidy. That's a whole podcast by itself. Oh, That's man. one when we get our shit together and we can show video. How do we get Kevin Cassidy on the podcast? Dude, though? he's probably smuggling on people Let's on that it. Wave Runner into Canada again. <laughs> if you guys have seen our second DVD, our time is now. Oh, my God. Me and Kevin had a Fucking, great relationship. You it's, guys know the driver from that video. It's more like he's Kevin so and Biff's amazing. time is now because like, <laughs> yeah. when we were yeah. editing, we had to try it. We had to make a conscious effort to put less of them in because they made us look less cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's awesome? Like, we had a real relationship with all of our drivers and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Like, we just, yeah. we always were friends with, not all of them, but 99% of them. And, what like, was, uh, we, like, like Robert, we had for, like, six months to a year, and then Kevin was the same thing. Yep. Like, we would try to get the same bus company every time. We, yep. wanted, we wanted to hang out Who with these people. Who was our driver on uh, that Warp Tour? I know, wait. What was his name? Uh, uh, Isaac? Isaac. Oh, that guy was Dude, awesome. He, he was, was awesome. Yeah. He, was he, like, would, he would show up to that. So we had these, like, for context, we would have, I think we talked about this a little bit, didn't we? Yeah. We had, like, these legendary parties, like, every night. We stopped doing press. We stopped doing everything but party. Yeah. yeah. And, we, uh, stopped, we stopped promoting our band <laughs> we stopped to doing, the public. Yeah. And, and like I said, it, to the rest of the Like bands. I said, it reflected in album sales. <laughs> yeah. We would, we would spend more time setting up our Christmas lights, our party lights, our tents, our DJ booth, m- m- 10 times more than we spent doing anything for mm-hmm. our band. Yeah. This dude would show up, you know, because uh, the driver shows up, you know, he goes to the hotel and sleeps, whatever. He shows up at bus call, drives you to the next city. He would start showing up a little earlier every night, and he'd just... He'd be like, I just want to see what y'all getting into. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was rad. <laughs> he just started showing up earlier and earlier, just get, get, in, your, get in one of those little camp chairs. And, and we'd just, all be like, shit, should we uh, pack it up? Are you ready like, to go? No. He's like, no, I'm cool. I just want, <laughs> just want to see what you guys are doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we're fucking partying, Isaac. Yeah. He was great. God, you were like the best DJ ever do because i appreciate you it, <laughs> it was all like the shit we grew up like you know all, all the rock music and pantera and fucking rage and nirvana and all that I stuff but like a, that, but on the flip side there's like all the old school hip-hop hip-hop, hip-hop, hip-hop and 90, oh my god dude, it was the best hip-hop and like, r&b my flavor thing, my thing was this even if i didn't want to party that night i would just hang out just to listen to music it yeah, was great my thing was this you heard distortion and drums and shit all day Truth. That's what everyone on that tour heard There's all day. five stages of rock bands going all day long. Nobody on tour. other than Fat Mike wanted to hear that shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good story. Yeah. Fat, Fat Mike would come through our parties and, and yeah, yell at us for not playing the right music. Yeah. Yeah. I played the specials. Why don't you play the specials? I'd say no. Get out of here. <laughs> Although dude. No Effects is one of my favorite bands. He was wrong. Hey, he can get, <laughs> he fucking, he can get fucking bent on this. <laughs> he was wrong. Yeah. AJ's still so mad at him about <laughs> it was, that. It was He's seven, like, fuck No Effects. I'm like, no, it was no, 7,000 cool. degrees out and the dude came over in a fur coat. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, I mean, clearly the parties were working because everybody's like, Damn, all right. Yeah. I'm going over there. No, like, the, we won biggest partiers for that year. Like, there's like we won uh, a superlative. The superlative, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you remember yeah. the, the day that uh, I don't know what band it was on tour, but they came and like asked us if they could throw a party? Oh, yeah. Who was that? We, had to give we had to give someone the Wait, blessing. They, they were like, hey, buddy, man. What's, uh, the singer's name's Buddy. Since it's fail? Was that them? That no. They no, they weren't on it. That no. Year. no. Yeah, I remember. They but like wondered our blessing It was like a younger party. band yeah, came yeah. over and they're like, hey man, we're thinking about throwing a party tonight, but we just want to make sure it's cool with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. yeah, cool. We'll come over. And yeah. I think we went over there and it sucked. And then we just yeah, threw our party. Throw party. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's the cool thing. Like we were kind of talking about this earlier about like 
when you made that joke about being 22. Uh, that's, that's not a joke. That's the cool I'm thing 22. about like where we're at in our career now where like there's not that many fucks to give. And yeah. it, you kind of yeah. carry this like source of pride about just like, dude, we're like, what, 17, 20 years in? And yeah. like we're like those dudes now, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, we're we, like when we started doing Warped Tour, like Pennywise, yeah. uh, Rancid, like those, we it were, was, we were scared like, of those dudes. They yeah. would like block off like a yeah. section. They would, have yeah. the, they would position their buses to where like you couldn't come into like their area. We were like, right. what? Yeah. wonder what's going on but in there. By 2008, they would like let us hang, you yeah, know, because like, yeah, yeah. I hung out with Pennywise a bunch on that, yeah. that year. But like 2004, we were like, fuck, we want to be those dudes, you know? But now we're like the elder statesmen of that whole scene. And I, and like instead of feeling like old, I just feel like a source of like, a sense of pride about it. Yeah, it fucking had, feels yeah, awesome. We had, we had some gnarly after show parties. Like <laughs> yeah. gnarly. Yeah. Uh, you're, the way you throw up. Oh, it's the best. It's the best, dude. <laughs> it oh. sounds like you're, uh, your nose breathing, but it's like. <laughs> it's so it's loud. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> it's so loud. It sounds like somebody's testing a jet engine and someone threw shit in it. But the way Scoob's. Hey, I feel better afterwards. Yeah, and you know what he does afterwards? He fucking drinks more. It's. <laughs> I can't do that, dude. No, I'm just usually by that time, usually by that time you have your, your glasses on and your pajama shorts and you're like, I'm done. But we all keep partying and watch you throw up. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I've, done, but, but you, I gotta go throw up. He has puke and rallied before. He, oh, oh for times. sure. Do you remember that camping trip? Side note, where you threw up that hot dog and, and I Dennis ate, it? ate it? No, I that was me. Dennis ate one too. We both ate it? Yeah. We split it? Uh, oh. Josh, I just remember, a, Josh, Josh makes the best puke dogs, you know? Josh uh just threw up we were on a float trip. He just threw up a bunch of hot dogs. I was, I was out of there. my mind. And I, I, was there. I ate all the hot dogs. And I just grabbed them. I ate. didn't drink then. And I no, was like, so, what are you fucking guys so doing? What, so yeah. I, used, I used to hate the taste of beer. I fucking hated it. But I would go to like any kind of party or gathering and, back then. And you would bong it too. I would too. bong like eight. Give me yeah, that was your thing. You're, of beer. I would yeah. bong all the beers. Like, cause you, you couldn't, you just had to go straight down. Yeah, cause yeah, you couldn't it, fuck yeah, with the I taste. Could, Dude. I, could, I couldn't handle the taste. And I'd bong them all. I'd throw up. And then I'd be like, all right, cool. Let's do some more. That yeah. next year, shout out Tim Mergatheller. I've never called him Tim before in my Tim, life. Tim. Tim. That's I his alderman Tim. name. That's I his alderman Tim name. Tim at work. It sucks. Yeah, Timmy, uh, our old base tech, old, our old tour manager. Uh, I, that, that next year, I saw him bong 24 beers Yeah, in like three hours. A whole case oh, of Budweiser. He's on our bachelor party. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't he bong Azima that night too? He no, bonged. He, Brian, no, no. Timmy bonged a Zima at Mark Early's house. On no, like, he bonged six Zimas in a row. Six Zimas, yeah. <laughs> in a row. Like, they Zimas. just kept pouring him. Anyone six. old enough to remember what Zima is, you understand how yeah. it's this a fucked up idea. Yeah. It's, like, a, it's, like, Ryan, it's like a seltzer now. Like, that was cool. It's like a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah, like, yeah. kind of. Like, everybody does seltzers now. Me and but, Ryan had a co-bachelor party camping trip. And yeah, Timmy came down and bonged 24 beers. <laughs> and in, then like, we three hours. We didn't see Timmy till 5 o'clock the next day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he slept in the cabin, right? And yeah, then like, yeah. he didn't show back up. Yeah. I left my I left my tent on that trip. You did. <laughs> I was so. Oh, you just hungover. left it at the ca- when yeah. you pieced out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, so hungover. It. There was water in it. Biff was sleeping in it. No, Adam was there, and you were the you were sleeping, and everyone left, and you were like the last tent, right? Oh, because I because I just stayed the night and left in the morning. I didn't do the actual float. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But you woke up and like we and were was, like, oh, we, dude, we were trying to be so quiet not to wake not to. I woke up and it was like. Like the rapture had happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, Everybody like, just I disappeared. Was, yeah. I was so I'm going to hell. Destroyed from the float that I didn't sleep. I went to the cabin and they they had all left because it was supposed to storm real bad. This is just like how you are with money. You had this like brand new awesome tent. <laughs> and you Columbia woke up. Tent. You're like, 
I um, no. no. And you just threw it, it, the, it, you threw it in the, like in the fire pit. Was in it sleeping. There was puddles in it. It had leaked so uh, bad. Like, I ain't fucking with this, like, man. No, man. <laughs> okay, listen. I, I gotta say some context because we're from Missouri. We do like camping and float trips and shit. But yeah. most so most people around the country don't do this kind of shit. No, so, Dan, so, so Dan even, camps in like skinny jeans too. It's great. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> but even even the term float trip, most people don't know. So yeah. it's because remember Janitha when we on Warp Tour that year we did, we did that we did that shit. <laughs> I want to go yeah. canoeing. I want to go canoe. <laughs> we did that shit in like Connecticut or wherever yeah, we were. New Hampshire. Yeah. Hampshire. And she was like, Saco River. She's like, what are you guys talking about? Float trip. And we're like, you don't understand. She's from California, and we're like, you don't know about this. She's like, no, we don't have like rivers and. Shit hey, is every- that when one time she randomly said her bus left her and her she had a full suitcase? <laughs> I just so happened to have Shout all out my Janitha. luggage. Yeah, but so a float we trip. Lo- we love Janitha. So, so anyway, it's a, it's a weird thing, but we do it here in Missouri. We, you get in a canoe, you float down a river. A canoe beer. or a raft and or drink, an inner tube and, and drink all the stuff. You yeah, dr- but you get drunk and you float down a river. Yeah, that's the whole point. Really, is to drink and it's especially in like the rivers of like. The Ozarks and everywhere between here and the Ozarks, the kind of people watching that happens, you see like the locals on the on the shore, dude. I've seen f- chicks on the bank sucking dudes' dicks oh, dude, in yeah, the yeah. middle of seven thousand. Yeah, yeah. The people last time I went, there, I there was a too. there was a a mongoloid looking motherfucker. Uh chick that was the opposite of small. Just laying there, sitting Indian style, just jacking a dude off right on her face. Yes. I was like, whoa, he just, just he had a koozie and a beer and he was just standing there. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is a commercial. Visit Missouri.com. Yeah. yeah. So everything you see on Ozark yeah. is is the most glamorous shit compared to what it really is. Yeah. I mean, like, what's her name? Uh, and that family that lives in the trailers, they're like super upper class compared to the kind of shit that you'll see. Oh, yeah. This is the worst. It's like yeah. the in 500 miles, like the worst of humanity descends on this one river, you know. <laughs> hey, but I love float trips. But it's fucking yeah. great. Yeah, and then like because we can let our like inner uh, just piece of shit fly on those <laughs> yeah, things. Because yeah, yeah. you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. I went, we're I on went, the water. I went camping and floating in the middle of COVID. <laughs> those people don't give a shit about no. masks down there. Do you guys remember on uh, on our bachelor party? I cli- I our canoe was up ahead, and I climbed up a tree. And I hid in the tree and I peed on Scott McNew. <laughs> his canoe went underneath the tree. Oh, was so you, I peed all over his face and his mouth and everything. <laughs> Scott McNew, shout out. He's our old merch guy. Uh, Poor Scott. Scott, also known as King Scott. King Scott. Yeah. Also known as Scott the Virgin. Also known as Bamboo Amigo. Yeah, he yeah. was our Two silent ghosts. I think we got done with the float and he immediately left. Yeah, he was our merch guy forever. <laughs> Dude, yeah. he still hasn't said a cuss word still in his life. I was off the side of the raft. Dude, I remember you. Uh, even. Done. Like 112 degrees outside in the Midwest, nasty humidity, heat. You would have like a two liter bottle of Sunkist orange <laughs> with, captain. with Captain in it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh. Tastes like a dream sickle. It's amazing. <laughs> when I first started drinking, I remember you you gave me a couple of those. I was yeah. like, damn. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like, could drink alcohol. Shit. <laughs> I like the booze. <laughs> shit was great. <laughs> Oh, You're welcome. Good. I like the booze. We did it again. We can't ever talk about anything. Nah, this is great. This is different. I know. This that's is what fun. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We were trying to I talk about it. the There's rest no of Page rules. Avenue, but There's uh, no rules here. I know. It's that's just what so, I'm saying. Memory Lane is just like hey, such I a sweet drive. Drove down Page Avenue to go to these float trips. Yep. <laughs> yep. To get I mean, to Dan probably Dan probably drove down Page Avenue to come here. I did. I still live right off of Page Avenue. Dude, what about that trip to Supply? Like the supply trip for a, for a float trip, oh, like getting all, all your beer, getting all your coolers, and like, oh, it's so fun. Yeah, it's like just get another new tent. Hey, there was okay. So I was so into beer bonging because I didn't like the taste of beer. <laughs> I went on a float trip once with Greg Prost. Shout out Greg Prost. Shout out Greg Prost. I Again. couldn't I couldn't find a clear like tube to make a beer, a beer bong. 
I bought a fucking refrigerator hose. It was black and you couldn't see through it. It was like a black rubber hose. It looked, you, so you like you couldn't see like the beer coming down and know where you were going to end. You just had to like do it. You were flying blind. Yeah. Do you remember that? One, it was that, amazing. That one year, uh, that dude came off the river. He was all mad about his wife. Like probably jacked the guy off or something. That was your brother's bachelor party. <laughs> oh yeah, and he ran over that tent. Yeah. And we we didn't know someone was <laughs> oh, in it. He yeah. got in his truck. <laughs> he got in his truck and just goes. And just completely yeah, he <laughs> drove over the tent. I thought I saw a murder. Yeah. I was like, dude, I just saw someone get murdered that's just I now. Hit. That's when I backed into Joe LeBanco with my truck. <laughs> he, was, he was he was passed out in a chair and you was, hit him with your truck. He was passed out in my like dope ass like captain's camping chair with like the footrest and shit and he wouldn't get up. So, so Josh just, hit him with his car. <laughs> I didn't like hit you know I didn't like hit him. You, you just know? gently nudged, nudged him with the twenty eight hundred pound truck. <laughs> I just kinda backed <laughs> Back to you could have just tapped him on the shoulder and said, "Hey, can you get no, up?" I, I said, "I'm gonna tap you with my truck." No, but I did that, and he didn't get up. You're right. I, I, I was like that. The, but then we found him later, passed out in the middle of a field earlier, like two hours before that. Remember, he climbed that tree, wouldn't come down. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Labanca in the top of a tree just wouldn't come down. Hey, this Sorry, is this is our life. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say it's like that scene in Superbad where Jonah Hill gets hit with the car in his butt, and he yeah, falls. It's down exactly the like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he that's didn't fine. I didn't hit him that hard. For the story, yeah, you did. No, but uh, for real, I hit him you, at 25 miles an hour. <laughs> no, He's I thought dead, we no. saw a murder with that tent. Yeah, Thank God ran, there's no yeah. one in there. That was did, crazy. Didn't somebody yeah. fall in a fire that weekend, too? Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Remember a different time we went camping uh, on Ashley's property, and someone brought a shotgun, and you kept shooting the fire? I it's shot me. it once and said, <laughs> Adam no, brought me. a shotgun. God, I know, dude. I just it, told the story the other night. It's one of my dumbest no, moments. Josh was shooting the fire. Me and Dan split an entire fifth of Sailor Jerry. Oh, yeah. We were drunk. And then I like, hammered. <laughs> fucking hammered. Hammered. Handling a shotgun. Yeah, shooting the fire. I shot the fire once and went, no, nah, we shouldn't do that anymore. Someone else kept shooting it. It's it probably you. It's me. It's my gun. Yeah. yeah, we were shooting it, and then I shot the fire and went, "Oh no, take this, and we'll be done." That's I love when, that redneck shit. <laughs> we used to tape the flashlights onto our dirt bikes and ride up through the woods. Yeah, dude, so stupid. For a bunch awesome. of like tree hugging liberals, we used yeah. to have done some real redneck shit. Yeah, dude, there, what, what there's probably man? there's probably not a bigger collection of uh like a band collection. Of like more tree hugging liberals than us. And look at the shit that we but do. But just being Missouri dudes and being from St. Louis, like we have, you know, we have different ideas of what's normal. I guess, I guess. clearly, uh, if you, if you came from the background that I've come from, <laughs> I mean, Josh has a totally different background than us. Obviously, but I got to pee. His oh. dick is darker than the rest of his body. It's twelve shades darker than the rest of his 50 body. Fifty shades of gray darker than the rest of his body. <laughs> Fifty shades of dick. Yeah. Hey, go go go! Pull that thing out and see what happens. He's gonna come out of it, he says. Yeah. All right. Well, should all right. We- let's stop talking about our childhood <laughs> stories of fucking getting drunk in the woods. Yeah. What let's else? Try, let's try to recap for everybody who wanted part two of Page Avenue. Let's try to give them that. All right. So we, we we wrote the most magical record of all time. The rest is history. We did those three songs that we talked about before. Went home, blah blah blah. Played shows. Came back to pick up, finish the rest of the recording. And we talked about some little bits. Stuff here and there, like Toby being on it, mm-hmm. Dan re-recording drums and stuff like that. But um, Josh doesn't know what I played the whole record. Mm-hmm. Him. Just kidding. Yeah, you know what's dope? We we touched on this on part one, I guess. But um, the label being super stoked about the first three songs we did, it was cool coming back with no like feeling no pressure. Yeah, no pressure, no expectations. Not that we really felt. I think we were too naive to kind of feel that in the first place. I, I think it was we more just, like. 
Was, we it didn't was, think we didn't think of "Until the Day I Die" as a single. We were just like, "That's a cool song." Yeah, yeah we didn't we, think we of, had no idea, like, yeah. what that was going to. Yeah, become. we were just like really innocent and just like naive and just not really, not overly self aware. We just wrote songs. We didn't th- we didn't think about hits. We didn't think about big choruses. We just wrote shit that was cool to us. We but, weren't just not overly self aware. We were not even remotely self aware. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was cool coming back, just going, "Well, the label's happy. Uh, we just can just do whatever we want," you know? Yeah. And that was yeah. cool. Like Divide and Conquer kind of had that like uh, tip your bartender kind of like glass, glass jaw. Do you remember writing that? Because I remember we were at home, I think during that break, in your mom's basement and me, oh, me and you. Yeah, yeah. And I was, yeah, yeah. it was just me and you and yeah. I was playing drums. Yeah. Because, oh. you know, Josh was eating um, pizza or doing whatever he was doing. Yep. Uh, and me and you just like were going, have a, had a writing session. Yep. And I remember like you just started playing that and like I just was jamming. And I was like singing too mm-hmm. while I was playing drums, and I was like, "Dude, this is really cool." I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. "This is gonna be a good song." Yeah, we but always we like wrote it just randomly one day. Like, we always wrote shit so easy, like like even like the old Big, Big Blue Monkey stuff. Like that yeah. was just like there was like me and you. Whenever I was the drummer, we would just jam for like we would do like two hours where yeah. we wouldn't even talk to each other, yeah, yeah. and we would just play music, yeah, and be like, uh. About an hour ago, remember that thing you <laughs> yeah, did? Yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. What did I do? I yeah. don't know. I always say like this. Like if we had an iPhone back then, we could just record it those sessions. But I, I always say this, like people like, uh, you get like older people, it's like, oh, do you, do you read sheet music? Um, <laughs> you know, shit like that. People like no. ask about the dynamic of the band and like you guys as individuals and like our strengths and weaknesses and all that shit. People ask me this stuff. And I always say, I think by far, like I'm a pretty good guitar player, but as far as like, you're definitely the best musician in the band. Like- you have like an ear. You have like a grass. Got two ears. You, you have two. Uh, yeah, well, I, think, I, I can just play a little bit of everything, so I understand a little bit of everything. You're, I cannot play guitar at all like you can. Fuck no, you can't. But no, still, uh, really. but you're like overall grasp of like music and just I don't know your your brain. I think is just kind of on a on a different le- it's level. Bigger than yours. Yeah. <laughs> I got a good. I got a good brain. A good brain. <laughs> No, but you know what I'm saying? I think you're yeah. just all around like the best musician in the hey, band thanks, for Ryan. sure. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. I think you're pretty good too. Like, but for real, you could never do what I do. <laughs> but uh, it's very true. I cannot shred, but I can play a little bit of every instrument. So, like we said before, I wish I'm the, I could say that. <laughs> I'm the mediator between, like, so yeah. if, if there's like drum language, I have to uh, oh, s- yeah. decipher it for Josh. Or if there's like a. Adam, you shouldn't be doing that note. Remember, that's not the right note. You should hit this. You know that's not in the like, scale. Because, like, Ryan's doing this thing. You're just not supposed to do that. I'm like the composer in a weird way of our band. I figured it out just now. Ah. I think the rest of us have have had to work harder, a little harder to do something that might come a little more naturally to you. Like, you have more of, like, an innate, instinctual just grasp on, like, melody and harmony and chords and why shit. Like, I think the rest of us have to work a little. Like, I've had to work my fucking ass off. You know, uh, not that you haven't, but I think it just comes more natural to you. That's what I think. Yeah. The melody part for sure. Yeah. Did you start playing? You started playing earlier in life than kind of any of us, right? You're like 12. Uh, yeah. I started playing guitar around like 12 ish. I didn't Dude, get you it. Was probably around the same time as But Ryan, you weren't but just playing guitar. You were like writing so- like countdown to Armageddon yeah. and all these, yeah. like you were writing full songs. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. I was like a Catholic school kid and we had this band called, uh, thrashing bulldogs. Fuck in yeah. sixth and seventh <laughs> yeah, grade, on your street. it was me and a couple other weird dudes. But uh, we wrote a song called "Countdown to Armageddon," which is like actually an awesome song, and it's great. I recorded it later. God, yeah. I want to play that. On I know. This I, wish, right now. I wish we had it. It's great. Um, I did like a rough demo of it later in life, just just for my band peeps to listen to. But 
uh, yeah, I was just like a weird little young kid who I'm an only child, so I would sit in my room and just be a band dude. You're gonna find it, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I'll play it for you. Yeah, it's weird. You were playing concerts like at your church and like writing songs, like probably yeah. before you had like pubes and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't play drums till right we before recorded, we until we recorded Page Avenue. Yeah, you had only that been was the that first was your time. First time you ever the played drums. I played drums with Page Avenue. No, but you, I feel like you got started kind of late. Oh, yeah. Way late. So That's did a I. Sick sticker. Yeah, I didn't. Like I did. I started <laughs> playing guitar. I stopped playing uh, baseball because like baseball, baseball, baseball. Yeah, I, I didn't start playing until I was like fifteen. I uh, yeah, I was sixteen, I think, when I got my guitar. Well, custom tuning. That's not it's it. It's been the. Whoa. I didn't start. I saw, you guys keep going. I'm gonna I tune this. Out, I hung out with Gene Berger. I'm not calling him Gene Bullets or Lewis. Gene Berger um, in like sixth grade. And that, that's when I first was like really interested. And that's what age? Sixth grade? That's 12, probably 11. 13? 12? I was 10 no. in fifth grade. I know that because that's when I started skateboarding. I was what? 10. 10? In, in fifth what grade. Fifth grade? Yeah. Freshman year is 14. So let's not get caught in the weeds here. Okay. You're, you're yeah, 11 or 12. Yeah. I was 11, 12, whatever. Like I skateboarded with Gene and then. Found out he played the drums, and we'd go over and watch him play fucking oh, dude. The, the entire Pearl Jam oh, 10 album. Primus, Pearl Jam 10. Oh, my God. Dude, that, dude at, at our young age, it, it's... Oh. Anyway, well, I mean, raised by a shredder drummer, like, that's what yeah, happens. I can't, I can't get into the travesty that it is that he doesn't just play drums for somebody right now. But anyway, I started... I didn't really... So I watched him for like three years. Never played drums ever. And then eventually... I didn't really start playing drums till like I was a freshman or sophomore. Dude, you and you learned kind of by just. I played air drums. Played air drums on pillows and shit. Yeah, because we didn't have. I, I we didn't, didn't have. I didn't have a drum set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But the, the cool thing about drums is you can learn like all the limb independence and the everything without a drum set. I mean, yeah. most people start on a practice pad anyway, so that's yeah. You can learn all that stuff, but then if you don't take lessons, you don't learn like the real shit. <laughs> so like, yeah. To this day, I still can't do a double stroke roll. Which is a the most basic of cool things that you need to know how to do as a drummer. Mm, it's not much of that. Must suck to be you. Nah, it does it though. All right, <laughs> seen this dick. Dan has a tuned ish guitar. <laughs> I don't remember the song because there's like the chorus. I'll just do the chorus. I wrote this in literally uh, like 1993 or something. So you shit. were like 11 or 12. Yeah, like 12. That would have been 13. 12. And, uh, it goes. <laughs> Counting down on a numbered scale. Something uh, will that was tight that you could count numbers back it's then. Not the something that we would prevail. Count down to Armageddon. <laughs> Imagine this dude playing this at a church. Count down to Armageddon. I was like, what's the coolest thing about church? Count down to Armageddon. That's, that's so that, rad. That, that's your. Uh, I was sixth grade and I was like, Armageddon sounds sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's your Skid Row influence. Yeah, uh, yeah. it Dude, was very eighties metal. But play Thrashing Bulldogs also. I don't remember that one. It was like uh, I don't remember the key. <laughs> thrashing Bulldogs running through the streets. <laughs> thrashing Bulldogs knock you off your feet. Thrashing Bulldogs, you are their prey to eat. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, I wrote this shit like fucking 30 years ago. Uh, that's incredible, incredible dude. Oh my god. 
Uh, All right, now play. I just uh, made my night. Play uh, Focus or whatever your song is called. Oh, I got to toot it down, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was doing in uh, sixth grade. So, where are you guys at? I was skateboarding. Not there. Oh, I was give me that. skateboarding. Give me that. I don't want to keep doing this, but Ryan, remember this one? This is I, one of the first songs me and Ryan ever wrote together. Oh, I, I know what you're going to play. I got to remember how to play it. Though. I know what you're going to I know what Teacher. you're going to Take me. Yeah, Was yeah. It? Yep. There it is. This is me, you, and David Smith. Yeah. Teacher, take me to the office. Yep. I am not your lover. I won't kiss you, lovely. You are not. not. No. Yeah, there you go. This yeah. Love me. Do I feel afraid? I don't remember that. He goes, and the second chorus says Mr. Big Baloney. Yeah, and he goes, I don't need the grade. Hey. I yeah. don't need the grade. I don't know. But then that second verse was Mr. Big Baloney. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay. Yeah. That was probably the first song that me and Ryan ever wrote yeah. together. That's yeah. some, uh, like, that's some Pearl Jam influence. It was very yeah. Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we couldn't even drive cars yet. No, and I still remember it for some reason. Yeah, like I remember this is every note, every word. This, <laughs> the fact that we have not talked about that in twenty years, yeah. and we just both yeah. remembered that. Yeah, crazy. Yep, yep. The yeah, fucking so th- rad part is we're still doing a different version of that now. Yeah, and that's our job. Yeah, I, that one didn't make Page Avenue, but <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't make the yeah. record. I wrote a, I wrote a song on guitar once. Play it. Play. Prove it. You guys talk. Period. Blood on your foot. Yo, is this a line for the bathroom? I gotta wash off this Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> Josh uh, Wills is the best guitar player. We did talk about how yeah, we were how trying to groom. Time. You were yeah. trying to groom him to be our guitar player. I just wanted to be in a band. I wanted Scoops to be in our in our band so bad. I was like, how could we do this? Well, I guess I could teach him to play yeah. guitar. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> uh, um, we're just really doing it right now. Yep. Here, hold that. We are gonna do this. With story of the year songs in, Dude. S- in some way in some upcoming episodes and talk yeah. about what we actually let's do that for patrons for people on Patreon. We'll take like I don't know, do some covers, do some just cool shit, man. Yeah. yeah so if you do not already, uh, what is it? Subscribe to Patreon. Support us. Support us on Patreon. If you don't, please do it. Pull that mic over so we can hear your sick song that you wrote. Oh, he's got to learn it first. Uh, Doesn't even know the words. So this is how long we've all been playing music together. I had a conversation, like, real drunk the other night with my friend Matt, um, and I was like, I like this song. I do remember this now. Oh, yeah. But but what I said to him was, I was like, dude, I've only been in two bands in the last 20 years, and I'm still in two bands. I was like, because being in a band for us is not, like, it's not like, cool, we want to join a band with some guys that makes me cool and what makes me, like, a it's not rock like, star. Not like, I'm going to do this project. And yeah, it's none of that shit. It's just like, this is just our band. Yeah. It's our fucking dudes and it's our life. And that's a really cool thing. I never thought about it until I was explaining to him because he's like, I've been in like seven bands and I'm not in those bands. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I've been in two and I'm still in both of those. Mainly yeah. one, one band yeah. for most of my life. But then I have the fun side project too. But it's like, I won't quit those bands. I'm not, you can't quit that. It's yeah, just life. That's, I'm sure. that's what you do. Like Innocent Jack. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like we probably... You know, 
probably shouldn't talk about it, but like we've had offers to do other things. Like I've been offered other gigs and shit. And it's like, especially now, like I'm, I'm not leaving my kids and shit for anybody, but you dudes, you know, like I'm yeah. just, I'm not doing it. I'm not, you know, yeah, we're lucky, dude. We're like the luckiest people in the entire world. I swear to God. Well, it's a thing where, yes, what you said, but, uh, it's not work, you know, it's just mm-hmm. our band. It's just what we do. It's like, could you imagine not being in a band? No. Like no. I did it if, for a if, few if, years and it all of a sudden it hit me like, this is, uh, this is weird. Like I haven't had a moment in the last, like ever in my life where I'm like, I don't have a band that has dudes in it that are my fucking friends that I'm in a band with. Yeah. That's just completely normal to me. I couldn't imagine not having that. Yeah. I, so, um, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm a professional photographer. That's my, my side hustle. Um, there, what? Sorry. What'd you say? You. Oh, I didn't Sorry. hear you. It's all relative. It's all relative. Uh, you know, I do that to supplement, supplement my income and I like really, really love it. And, um, it's one of those things just like music that I'll do whether people pay me or not. But, uh, even on like my best shoot days when like, or like these periods of time where I'm like, my brain is just totally in that world and immersed in that, like, Music's still there. The band's still there. Like I'll fucking drop any photo gig, any any opportunity in a heartbeat to do anything. Even just talking to mics with you guys and drink. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I love it. It's like it is a legit passion of mine. I love it, and it's a real job. But it's just like this is like my first love. You know, we have that luxury of knowing exactly what we want to do and like why we do things. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no question. It's like uh, it's for the band. Yeah. I have to do this. Like, it's never like, well, fuck, should I do that? No, we get here, we come here every week and mm-hmm. do this because it's for our fucking band because it's yeah. us. It's us and we're married. And there's no question about that. Yep. Like, we're, there's a lot of things you have to think about in life and be like, is that worth it? Should I do that? But yep. you don't have to do it with the band. We're Crazy. married. We're married. My photography job's like a, a hot chick that I bang on the side. Uh, but the Side piece. But you guys with wieners <laughs> are my wife. <laughs> Yeah, that side piece is pretty hot, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love it. I love my side piece, but like <laughs> you guys are my 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 uh, wives. You know? Yeah, and we're we not do, even jealous either. We do this podcast <laughs> for our band. For, for our, our band. band. Yeah, Josh, no, but, play us but, your song. But what you said about like you just don't question it; you just do it because it's like I don't know. It's just a part of. It's like in our DNA at this point. We're like we're like people that went to Vietnam together, minus like the PTSD and traumatic experiences and landmines and miss it and death and yeah but like we've been to like of we've had like so much happen to us together and developed our like dude we've been doing this since teenagers like our prefrontal cortexes like weren't developed when we started doing this shit we weren't like real people when we started this yeah. and we've all like grown up together and like evolved as individuals and as a collective and that's fucking crazy to think about it's not like we are co-workers at like some factory somewhere and just like hey i hang out with some of my coworkers. like we are like we're business owners and we've owned the same business since we were pre-teens dude not to diminish I'm a time anything traveler. that anyone does we're having a bro session over here not i love to, it not to diminish anything that anyone does in their jobs or their relationships with their peers and their careers and everything i'm not diminishing it, it. i'm just saying but, it's, uh, it's different but, but i've realized lately how how like lucky we are to have that like yeah that non-questionable thing like mm-hmm. There's no, there's no like, there's no reason to even ever think, am I doing this for the wrong reason? I, I don't know. I don't Dude, know we're Crips. Think, but you know what I mean. We're Bloods and Crips. We're fucking, it's a gang shit. Page yeah. Avenue crew. Dude, Again, we're, minus we're the Crips. death. We're Crips minus the death. Josh? You know? Sorry to all the Crips out there. <laughs> are, are they, are Bloods and Crips still like bummed at each other? Is that like a thing? I don't know. Are there? <laughs> Josh. Oh, that, you wrote that? 
It's a really good song. Have you guys seen the uh, the Foo Fighters? You guys have all seen. The, we've watched it together on I'm tour. Familiar with the band? The, their, their documentary. What is it called? Back and forth. Uh, back and back, forth. Back yeah. And forth. I think it's the best shit in the entire world. So good. What name one? That, name a band documentary that's better. Our time. Is Three. Now. Watch it go. What? It's not better. It's great. You say? It's not better though. What's Pantera, better? Three. Watch it oh, go. Oh, no, man. it's not better than Foo Fighters. That's just like your opinion, man. What's better? The Assassin. The Foo Fighters one is very inspiring for a musician. It's like, yeah. I can't think of one better. It makes you go, God damn. Year and a half in the life of Metallica is my just, favorite. Just the longevity of Mike, of, of Mike Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike. Why did I say Mike? Gary Dude, Grohl. The, part, the, the longevity of Dave Grohl just is just inspiring. You're not going to play your song? No, because you guys keep fucking talking. Play your song Play, real play quick. your song. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Show us That's my bad. Josh's first song. Want me to ad lib some lyrics for you? No, that's it. That's all I wrote. I'm going hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah, scoops. That was my emo band. Bro. I remember that. That was yeah. like Meanswell days. You, nice. you, you used to jam that all the time. I could picture it McMurray music with that Forest Green SG. Fuck yeah, I just sitting there playing guitar. that. Yeah, that was like your uh, like your Wayne's World Stratocaster, dude. In that do- in the Foo Fighters documentary where uh, the bass player from Sunny Day or not. <laughs> the bass player quits and Dave's just like fuck it and like goes and sleeps at his mom's house and gets drunk gets and like drunk. yeah dude I, he calls him at 6 a.m drunk yeah. he's like why are you why'd you quit or whatever it is I, yeah. I, I, like, no, I, only, man, I really fucked up he's like I, I didn't want to quit, quit. Yeah, yeah I only bring that up because of the bro session we just had yeah it's very similar you feel that with that that dynamic and those group of dudes it feels very similar to the shit that we have, we you know. Have, we don't. Speaking of that, how come we don't have as much money as them, though? But they've had the that loose, is one difference. They've uh, <laughs> they've one went, tiny difference. They've went through some lineup changes. They've had some chemistry issues. They've like similar to us. Yep. But they found their way back home. Shit happens. Shit happens. You know, you have to, you have to roll. You have to adapt. You have to grow and roll with um, the punches. Speaking man. of that, uh, this is X. a great story. Sixty Seven North, our very first band together, me and Ryan. Yeah. Uh, do you remember coming to my door? Yeah, we had to, knocking we, on my door and yeah, kicking me out yeah, of the yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. Why? Why did I don't even remember why though? Uh, it oh, was, you weren't dedicated. That's yeah, why. Yeah, that's you, yeah, yeah. We, we were like about to. We were kind of done. Yeah, we, we, we were. We were over it. We didn't want to be a Rage Against the Machine ripoff yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we literally were, came up to my porch, yeah, knocked on the door. Yeah, you're like Carlene. <laughs> is yeah. Dan here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what's up? You just wanted to. Skate- I was over it. I was just like, I don't. You, you I don't. wanted to skateboard and do like punk rock and do all that stuff. And- you kicked me out of the band on my porch, and then a week later, we started Big Blue Monkey. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah something yeah. like that. It was but like in that. It wasn't that long afterwards. It, it was, was like, like a couple weeks. It, it was, was like yeah, it was like eight minutes or whatever. But we like, knew that that band was just kind of done. But you were like, you're not dedicated. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do the, this. You're in right. that week or this however long it was, your mom came over to my house and came in, like, and and yell like our moms got involved. Your mom's like, my I mom was know. really mad about really? it. She, yeah, she was like, I want to know why Dan was kicked out and everything. And I was like, <laughs> I was all like fucking mortified. I was like, I just don't think he wants to be in the band anymore. And then like, you know, two I, days later, we started my mom, Why did my mom go over? That's because your mom, at that, your mom was younger than us probably right now. <laughs> Carly wanted Definitely. to speak to yeah. the manager. Yeah. Uh, I, I was, was 16. Yeah. She was probably 36. <laughs> Karen. Yeah. She was 36. So yeah, she's younger than we are now. Damn. I was off being emo in the corner. I wasn't. Like, I was in a we new metal band. We hadn't let you in the crew yet. Dude, oh, uh, I was in the crew. Oh, yeah, never mind. You guys were already in the band. Don't get it twisted. I was in the crew. <laughs> don't get it twisted. We did the big bull monkey thing, but um, 
I just remember that you kicked me out on, so, on my porch. Yeah, I'm sorry fun. about that. I remember uh, Ryan leaving Mark's house when he quit Meanswell on a yeah, huff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we all lived like three blocks from each other, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, in yeah. the same neighborhood. So it's not like we yeah. weren't going to see each other yeah. four hours later. Hey, I've never left the band, just to let everybody know. I never left either. Out. <laughs> I know. Well, that was 67 North. It's a good thing 67 North is not still a band. Oh, It wouldn't yeah. have worked out. No, no, no. No, but uh, Crust. Big Blue Monkey, like after we got out of the Deftones Limp Bizkit thing, when you started singing, we had that song So Far So Good in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. When we did the, like started like kind of honing on the Finch, like kind of, we, we talked about that. Yeah. Kind of leading, this is kind of leads into Page Avenue, but. We realized that, that I could do more poppy vocals than yes. our previous singer, John. He was kind of more of like the. Super R and B, you know, like R and B kind of dude. Yeah. Well, what I was gonna say is that that's when things got like real fun, right? Like six, seven North and shit. That was like all of us just had this. Um, we were just so, learning how to be a band at that. Yeah, point. but we had something. There was like some kind of seed planted somewhere where we were like we had like this. We knew we were supposed to play music. We knew that's what we yeah. wanted to do. We just didn't know how that seed would grow or how it was supposed to manifest. Like what we didn't know what we were supposed to do. So we were just kind of like searching for that thing. And it wasn't until I, I got in the band. So that's I feel like you started. started singing. We figured out what we were supposed to sound like, what we were supposed to do. And I think that's just like when it became like, oh, like you're, you're swimming. the You're not swimming against the current anymore. You're just like, oh, I'm yeah. with the current. And then that's kind of what how Page Avenue happened, how our sound kind of happened, you know, and yeah, you guys were things became like me. fun, dude. That's cool. Like we were like became like jackass. Like we did that shit before. It was weird. Know. Even Big Blue Monkey, when I was drumming, I just always, both of us always just, we never questioned if we were going to make it as a mm-hmm. band, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like, how are we going to make it was yeah. a question. But I never questioned, like, are we going to play music for the rest of our yeah, lives? we're just yeah. going to do it. It was weird yeah. to be that young yeah. and, like, just have no fucking question about it. Yeah. Like, I never second-guessed that. I was like, yeah, we'll do it. Like, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Whether it's on an indie label or we'll get signed to a major or whatever. We knew we would do it because we had the work ethic, you know? It's, it's even crazy that even, like, uh, we talked about how small, like, North County can be. But even our teachers in high school knew it. Yeah. There was no reason I should have graduated. <laughs> uh, and, like, I loved my teachers. I fucking had a blast in high school. I ha- I've never had, a like, a discipline problem. I've never, I've, like, loved my high school experience, but, like... I probably have the record for the lowest GPA of anyone that's ever graduated and the most days missed. I was right there with you, yeah, right after but, you. But, but yeah. like our teachers knew, like some of our teachers like came to our shows in Bernard's yeah. Pub. Like Mr. German came. Uh, because th- we went to school only to promote our band. <laughs> like the, that was high school That's for what us. I'm getting at. We went to college to pass, or to high school to pass out flyers. Yeah. That's why we went to school. I, I got called in the principal's office because our flyer said ass on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like get your ass out yeah, to yeah, the yeah. whatever. yeah. And it's like, do you think this language is appropriate? I'm like, yeah, yeah it's cool. It's my band, man. Yeah, it's what I'm a dude. <laughs> Don't you know? Yeah. I'm like, dude. Yeah. So this is happening. Yeah. So like get on the train. Even then, like, I was like, ah, uh, no, no, I didn't do my homework again because my homework was band practice. Yeah. That was a, that sums up high school. Goes back to what I was saying. Having that insight that young is insane. insane. We knew exactly what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So young. You it's think crazy. about anyone else who does anything else, like if they're going on to college, it is crazy to think of a teenager deciding what they're going to do for the rest of their life. Like, yes, I'm going to go to med school. You decide that when you're like, you're not even old enough to vote, right? You get on that track and you do it. We just kind of did the same thing with music. And anytime I've ever been asked, what would you say to a, you know, a young musician, blah, blah, blah. I always just say, treat it like any other career or any job. 
if you're going to do it, you just do it. You can't really fuck with the backup plan if you're really, really serious about it. You don't say, I'm going to be a doctor, but as a backup plan, I'm also going to go to law school. It's like, no, there's literally not enough hours in the day to do both. So you just put on the blinders and you go for that one thing. Yeah, I remember when, this is after high school, but I remember when Gene came in town. This was 01 probably, obviously. I remember like him telling you guys got to come to California. You have to move to California. Yeah. And like, we were all like, yeah, we should do it. And then I went home one night and went, I got to move to California. It's just <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. weird. Like, yeah. It was so weird to like think that, okay, that's, I, that's what we're going to go do now. Yep. That's what, uh, that's how it is now. And then like six, eight months later. And we didn't question it. It was like, no, that's what we have to do. So I didn't question it vocally. <laughs> we all like, thought at home, internally I went, freaking I was, out. I was at home going, what the fuck? Do you, you know remember, do you remember when John was still in the band and Perry? Big Blue Monkey, we had plans to move to California mm-hmm. then. Yep. Like, we were like, we set a date. You were going to leave me? We were going to move as Big Blue Monkey yeah. with me, Ryan, Perry, and John. And it was like, that was always our goal. Yeah, I and remember then we switched I, I members this, and then we did it eventually. I made this like super annoying sign. Like uh, my mom's basement, there wasn't a door. We just hung up like a quilt. That was the door. And I like had this really annoying sign on there. It said, imagine where you want to be from a year, a year from now. <laughs> That's right. something Ryan, like Oprah. Fucking, yeah, I said some shit too. What? <laughs> they have a kitten on it too. I don't know. It's something like that because we plan. That's like next year we're going to be living in California. You were manif- oh. You had like a dream oh, wall. <laughs> you were manifesting like a, what was going to um, happen. Vision board or whatever yeah, you call yeah, it. Yeah, vision yeah, board. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, secret. Yeah. 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 You were doing no. that before. It was cool. Yeah, but no, it was like I, we're going to be in California. All the A and R reps are going to be <laughs> at our, yeah, at our band practice and shit. But like, and you made it. You manifested it. Yeah. Because you told me that so many times that I was like, yeah, that's real. That's going to fucking happen. And it's funny because I've never lived anywhere else besides my mom's house. I'd never, like, I didn't. I, <laughs> we all moved out of our parents' house and moved to California. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What the fuck? Yeah. I remember loading that U-Haul at my mom's house, like, the night before. It was so weird. Yeah. But, like, I think Adam really, really hit the nail on square on the head with the, uh, with the blinders comment. Full blinders. This yeah. is what we want to do. And nothing else exists. And it's not It's not even like, this is why This is I want to be my career. It's like, this is just what I want to do. Like, as a human, yeah. I'm just going to do this. Yeah, I don't think any of us thought at no. 40 years old we'd be sitting in a basement still doing this for a living. I like, didn't even prepare financially to move to California. No. I didn't think about... We just wanted to be a band. Yeah. We gave a fuck about anything else. Yeah, just a band. But, that, like, uh, to kind of segue into, like, wrapping up the Page Avenue thing, but I, I do feel like you can hear that on that record. Like, you can hear yeah. that, you know? That is how the, yeah, that's the inspiration behind all, most of those songs, all the shit we're saying right now. Yep. That's where that came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we made it, I mean, I was about to say we made it personal in those lyrics and that allowed people to connect, but we didn't make it personal, it just was. Like, it was so from the heart that even if we were writing about us as a band or our goals as musicians, people still connected on the level of, like, you know, like a romantic relationship can take until the day I die and connect to that or they can take, you know what I mean? So that it's just it being genuine, being from the heart, being about things that you love, whether it's music or a person or anything else or each other, because this is a fucking straight up fact that there was like a year where your wife thought you was, you were gay. (laughs) My wife back in the day, 
has she probably asked me eight different times if I was gay because how much I love you fucking nerds. That used to be a real thing. A real thing. Like our wives would be like, yeah. are you guys fucking gay? Like, are you, why don't I you want to hang out with us? I was laying it down too hard. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, no, I know for sure Adam and I, for yeah. sure our wives for a solid year thought we were gay did people. You guys, uh, be honest. Did you guys ever fuck? No. Yeah? Not once. I've not, never not, fucked. Not yet. <laughs> I did. But your buttholes is loose. <laughs> wow. Hey, you one can't thing, let Josh go first in the gangbang. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. I'll I'll wreck sh- everybody. <laughs> Stretch no. it out. Um, <laughs> oh my what, one, one, uh, uh, one thing I wanted to say earlier when you're talking about Ryan and Dan writing together. One song that we really, really did from scratch like that as this lineup was Anthem of Our Dying Day. Mm. And that was like a pretty vivid memory I have of us in the room. We worked on so much other stuff and we're like, let's just do something brand new from scratch. Mm-hmm. Let's pick a note to start on. Josh, oh, yeah. kind of like set we the te- pick the key. Yeah, yeah. yeah. S- set the tempo I'm and the time about, signature. I'm all about that three four. Yeah. So yeah. you got into that that like swinging six eight kind of thing, yeah. and we're like, okay, whatever this note, is. whatever four is. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> like, it is. We're just. It would be an A major key, What's but half signature? step down. You already is said it three, it's four, three four. Or is it yeah. six, he says six six eight. eight three four. I think it's the same thing. Technically, I think it's the same thing. But why do people differentiate? I don't know. I don't know. The, the the verse is more three four. The chorus is for sure six eight because it. Oh, so we switched it on them. Look at the big brain on Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's little bits of those the three four. I have no clue what time. You know what's cool about knowing that nothing, nothing because it's just good. Hey man, I play what I feel. You know what I'm saying? But either way, you just started playing that. And we just damn, damn, damn. It was that's, probably that's supposed to be a started. heavy song. We were like, yeah, yeah it's heavy. But a. then it turned in like Then you went to that kind of chorus went to that A and we were like, Oh sweet, this like, is like I didn't sweet think I didn't, I didn't really think it was that sweet at first. I thought it was like too pretty. We were always scared to go to the major. Always. Always on that. Always. We were like, No. But now it's like obviously you need that. It's yeah. it's so relieving to hear that note. Yeah. And like yeah, yeah. the I first remember, note of the chorus of anthem. It goes to the yeah. you know, the major to the A. Yep. I remember when we wrote uh, Swallow the Knife, me and you, I don't know if we wrote most of it together, but we wrote a lot of it together because we were trying to make it like super Deftones. Super Deftones with that cocked wall sound. Like, yeah. 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 And like the, the Very bridge. similar song, kind of like same beat or same time signature, you know? Yeah, and the bridge, like we thought the bridge was so like revolutionary. Yeah, yeah, how yeah, it like yeah. did whatever it did. It, like, we probably did something. Um, that one changed in the studio. Yeah, a lot. I say, we probably did something a lot more like complicated, yeah. like unnecessarily complicated. Yeah, I, just I know the bridge stayed the same for sure because yeah. I remember, but it didn't. It didn't when we recorded it. The end product wasn't like it was when we wrote it, as it should be probably. But like I remember writing it in that garage space in in Orange yeah. County, being like, "This is so like Deftones, man." <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were about that six eight vibe though. Yeah, what's funny for a drummer uh, that, too, because like that, I'm just I always really think good of at that, that stuff for some reason. I don't know. It's just I, it appeals to me more. Sorry. No, yeah. like when you jam, like you always kind of go to that six. Uh, I always thought it was interesting because like I always equate that with like an acoustic player, like a lot of acoustic players. It's like it's like a very acoustic kind of vibe, swingy. Yeah, and you always kind of start start with that, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, we had a song. Uh, the chorus was "I want to rip my eyes out." And it was like really heavy. Remember that? It was, was, it was like Shadows kind of yeah. call cool park. Song. We played it at House of Blues um, when yeah, the label came. We played it on that whole first tour. We played that like, song? Yeah. With yeah. Gold, when we yeah. first toured with Goldfinger before he produced the record, I, I think we played remember. it the whole tour. It was I like our heavy song. song. And I, goes, I just remember, 
I remember I Feldman remember. hated it. I and I was like, guitars. Eyes out, my eyes out. Yeah. No memory. It and did that it was, like. Ding, 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 ding. It was like the first time I like screamed saying it. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to hit this note, but I'm just going to be really high. Yeah. And I'm going to yell it. I just it was remember. It the exact same tempo as Shadows, right? That same. Yeah. It was, was just like, like that jumpy kind of tempo. And it did the. the they're like. Dun, 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 dun. That was really big at that time period. No every, band, every band had the song. It was basically that, like Wake Up the Voiceless. I think like yeah, music kind of like, yeah. yeah 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 like, yeah that was right. I wanna rip my eyes out my yeah eyes and the chorus out. break before the, uh, on the last chorus did the toms like eighty style yeah 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 totally yeah. but I just remember being like crushed that Feldman didn't like that yeah because I was like what are you talking about this is way cooler than any song we've ever written was it a B side at best it was a B side the lyrics he hated he was like. It wasn't really what the fuck cheesy. is that? I remember like I sang it just as a joke, and then we're like, it's kind of fun. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, it dude, what's what's different about I want to rip my eyes out than like I spill my heart for you, uh, hands around your neck? It's like the same fucking thing, yeah. you know. It could have easily made the record yeah. been a song, but yeah, what was Feldman didn't like it. We had another. I mean, reason. we had a few songs like that that were like different versions of so, other songs that we had, and that was probably what it came down to. Like, now this is this is the one to go with. That other ones we had one where the chorus was uh, that. Uh, was it not Phil Collins? Oh, either, either way, as uh, only the good die young. Remember uh, we had yeah, one? yeah. Only it the was, uh, uh, fuck. I know what you're saying. It was uh, it was like a playoff. I think that. it was in the shadows originally. Like the original yeah. one was a. Uh, it was that that eighty song. Uh, you don't know what you got until it's gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was like the chorus line. And Feldman goes, "Oh, that's fucking what fucking don't know what you got." Yeah, Dude, it's gone. Yeah. What fucking band is that? He goes, no, that's bullshit. This fucking '80s metal song <laughs> sucks. And yeah. I remember, I was like, well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> hey, what's wrong with that? You, you had a band like that, yeah. And uh, but he, I think it was in the shadows. I think it was like the original, original. Mm-hmm. And then we changed it to that one that we yeah. referenced. Do you know what I? I remember really blew my mind. So keep in mind, Page Avenue. Uh, obviously, the biggest budget we've ever had by magnitude of like. A thousand right. million percent. Do you remember before we started tracking guitars? Like uh, someone went to Guitar Center and like borrowed. There was like fifteen Les Pauls sitting in that living room. Telecasters, oh, yeah. like all all my PRSs, all these guitars, and like a dude came and like set them each one of them up. Like they paid money. Like a guitar setup takes a couple hours, costs X amount of dollars, whatever. They did it to like fifteen guitars just so we could hear it strummed once through an amp. Yeah, let's try all these out. Oh, keep this one. Uh, like, think about one. that. Yeah. That's probably a couple thousand dollars he paid to get these guitars set up and have just to go. Nope, nope, nope. Like, yeah, I had a green pearl. Crazy. We had a. I remember the the photos. We somewhere we have photos of yeah. like those all laid out on the couch. We were like, yeah. oh shit, look at all these guitars. Crazy man. And then the um, that Hughes and Kettner Duotone was the main guitar uh, amp for the whole record. I used a mic. <laughs> yeah, um, a, we did green, have the green pearl export or whatever the thing was. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did have that. Or Feldman had that like ten thousand dollar nice mic. Yeah, but yeah. then, but then for most of the record, we ended up using this SM7 that I'm using right now. Yep. He was like, "Damn All it. screaming shit for sure." He was like, "Your voice just sounds right through that mic." And that's whenever I was like, "I got to get one of those because yeah. Yeah. It, it it like won out over the ten thousand dollar mic half the time." It's the same mic if you ever saw that uh, behind the scenes thing of Limp Biscuit when they were at their peak and it was. Like when uh, it was like the end of the first album when they were writing the one that had Nookie on and all that shit, and Fred punches the mic, and it was like 
you remember this thing? Mm-mm. And I remember this. I was like, we weren't in their fan club. Like, I you. don't think I can fuck with this band anymore. This dude's an ass bag. They turned out to be nice. Oh, you can punch this mic. It won't hurt. It. No, it was the, <laughs> the expensive one. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, not, not the, it SM7. has like a weird, like hookup to it and all kinds of weird shit to it. Tall, like cream colored one. Right. Anyway. Um, one thing that didn't make the album that was so, 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 so awesome. And I think we didn't put it on because something about publishing splits and all this other crap, but when we went to Hawaii, which we talked about on three episodes ago, whatever. Hawaii? Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, we wanted, Ryan had this just like one little guitar part that was kind of sweet, wanted to use. And Feldman, I think he was also like, you guys have anything? Let's try to write something while we're here or whatever. He, I guess the engineer at the studio in Hawaii was like, I know this dude who's this amazing singer, this like, uh, this dude from Fiji, whose name is Fiji. That was his nickname, I guess. I can have him come in and sing something if you want to do something that's like, you know, local vibes or whatever. So we did. And it's just this little octave part. This, or it's like two notes, you know, very, very, very simple. A little drum loop. This dude came in and sing, came in and sang. Turns out we found out this dude was in that movie Blue Crush. Was it out by then or was it after? I think it was after. Is that like beach movie about it was? Yeah. What's her name? What's her name was in it? She got two different color eyes. Kate. Oh, man. Kate Bosworth. Bosworth. Yeah. That that movie. Yeah. So this dude is in that movie. He's a huge, huge, uh, like... Samoan-looking Paci- dude. Pacific Islander dude. Yeah. Massive dude. Um, Like, looks like he could just pick up one of us in each hand and just smash us together. Oh, for sure. Um, He's a, an amazing singer. He came in. He's like, what's up, guys? He's, like, really soft-spoken. And uh, we played him the track, and he's like... I think I got something. I think I can sing something. This dude sat down and recorded like six part harmony. Dude, it was like 12 tracks, dude. One track at a time. And he, he sang this thing. It was these, uh, apparently it's in Fijian, whatever that native language is. It was like a, an old tribal song. I tried to translate it the other day. I actually like tried to look up the, the lyrics. It was, I didn't do it. Um, but it's some like tribal spiritual stuff. Dude sang a track, and we were like, holy fuck, yeah, we like that. And he's like, is it cool? We're like, yes, do it, go again. Feldman's like, you want to hear the other one back? He's like, no, no, just just this one. Just solo up this one. Sang it, and he's like, uh, let me do another harmony. And he would not even hear the other reference track, just kept singing and singing. Yep. And 20 minutes later, we had this giant layer. There's a bunch of, like, our, our core, core fan base, people we've known for a long time. We gave them this track. Some of you out there probably know this. It's just called Fiji. You can probably find it on YouTube. It is incredible. Like, yeah, it's like it's, it's amazing. It's like a the dude had like perfect pitch. Absolutely. You know, like I I've never been in a room with someone that had like legitimate like oh, me? Yeah, thanks perfect. man. <laughs> uh it'd be like like hey sing an A and then with no reference like sing an E and then with no yep. reference sing a G and then no reference sing like an F sharp. Yeah. And then and then you put it all together and it's just like flawless. Are you talking about Fiji? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. That was crazy cuz I, I had a d- the different reaction. I wasn't like, oh my God, it's amazing. I started laughing when he started singing it. I was like, this is... <laughs> I was like, this can't go on a record. What the we're fuck like, is this? like, what? And then when it was all together, I was like, oh my God, that is incredible. Yeah. Like, incredible. But when he first started doing it, I was like, I don't know about this. You know? I And it didn't make the record, but, yeah. but I'm sure you guys are talking about this. I was peeing, so I didn't hear it. Incredible, but, nonetheless. But yep. it's out there. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Yeah. And Super cool. then we find out the dude ended up going to jail for some drug stuff, which sucks. Some of my friends sell records. 
Some of my friends sell drugs. Josh had four Pepsis. <laughs> five Pepsis. Smashing Pepsis. Josh had five Pepsis. <laughs> He's making mixers. He's Pepsi wasted. I uh, know, but five Pepsis? Uh, he made me one, so oh, one of those okay. is mine. He made you a Pepsi. Four, We've been talking for probably an hour. He's had five cans of soda in one hour. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. Hey, man. <laughs> he, the guy knows how to party. That's why he, he's peed three times already. How many times? When Josh gets back, you want to answer some questions from the patrons? Let's do it. It's probably um, a good idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, th- I think it's a good time. I mean, I don't. I think we covered so much of Page Avenue and the other one. Uh, I will say this: driving out there, you know, we're kind of like on this, like we're manifesting our destiny. This is like it's just pure excitement, and this is like our the path we're supposed to be on. I do remember after a year in California, just being done with it. I was like, I oh, can't yeah. wait to move back to St. Louis. I can't wait to. Go back to my hometown where my roots are. I remember driving home, pulling up 270 and just like hitting like St. Louis traffic and just feeling home. Like I've, I yeah. tried my whole life to get away. And I was like, I'm supposed to be in California. I'm supposed to be out there. And then after a year of it, I was like, I, I belong back home. Yep. We all moved back. Never looked back. Yeah. We all bought houses here. Except for me. I moved back out there. You did, you did live in Sherman Oaks for a yeah. couple of years. Right? Almost five years. Yeah. Yeah. But it was weird. It's I still like, love California. I but the thing was, then we just toured for so many yeah, years. Yeah, that yeah. We, it was just good to have a central location like in our hometown. It just caught me by, I was just like so, I fucking flabbergasted that that's how I felt. It's like yeah, I just, yeah. for years, we were just on such a mission to get out of the Midwest. Yeah, like we said, from 98 until we moved in 2002, we had a mission to go to California. Yeah. I mean, it, it made sense though, because we're from a town that, that has no industry. No music industry here. Yeah. A small scene. So either we were going to go to LA or New York. Chicago wasn't enough of a jump to fuck with. So it made sense. We were like, just, yeah, it's in, in some ways kind of fucked up. They were like, fuck our hometown. But we had to be looking at something bigger, mm-hmm. some bigger goal yep. to make it happen. So that's what we did. And also like, uh, I I just didn't know this about myself at the time. Like I really like love like calm and quiet and like things to be kind of slow sometimes. And unless you're living in the hills out there, unless you're like have money or you're in Malibu or some shit, you're just living like in a big giant strip mall and there's just traffic everywhere and people and fucking graffiti and I don't know. It depends on where you live. That's what I just said. If you're I mean, living in the hills or Malibu or somewhere, you know, like it's obviously a little different, but shout I mean, out I've, to all you guys living in those strip malls. <laughs> I mean, I, I paid, <laughs> where I didn't, I, where, I didn't pay much li- in rent and I had a pretty sweet situation, but yeah, but it's, it wasn't like, I don't know. I guess where we lived in California, it was just, just expensive as fuck was the, our main thing. There's like, just traffic and fucking people and smog and concrete like everywhere. And I guess I didn't fully realize how much I like, didn't want to be around that every single day. How much you like camping and float trips, like <laughs> yeah. we were explaining earlier. Yeah, yeah. You like, watch, woods you like watching a, a redneck get jerked off on the side of a <laughs> yeah. stream. Yeah. It's built into our DNA. We can't yeah. help it. If you're sitting up in Malibu somewhere, it's probably pretty quiet and peaceful. But yeah, You could probably watch a dude get jerked off on yeah. a river up there. If it yeah. takes you Under a bridge. 45 minutes to go to the grocery store, yeah. problem. I'm with you, Scoobs. Take me out of this fucking place. That's Take what me I said. out to the ballgame. Yeah. Hey, let's take our asses to these questions let's go look at some patreon questions and see what what our friends have to say got a handful here this first one we kind of mostly answered but we'll say a little bit more kyle ragsdale wants to know what are some of the most important lessons you learned in songwriting producing engineering 
working with Feldman. Mm. Uh, mm. I could say one right off the bat. Fucking leave your ego at the door. Yep. Make honest art, but you're all on the same team. I learned that real the hard way. Yeah, we were young and we didn't want to admit that we did anything wrong ever in songwriting. Be be better at your <laughs> instrument. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but but theoretically, like you're you hire a producer to, to like more or less join the band. You're all on the same team. Like leave your ego, make the best art you can, but it shouldn't be art based on ego. It should be art based on what's good for art. A lot of that comes from a lot of what's hard dealing with that for the first time is like you said earlier in this podcast, I think you write all these songs that you spend like your whole life writing and it's your first thing and it's hard. It's sacred. Yeah. You're it's, married it's your to all these ideas. It's, your, it's a physical manifestation of your fucking heart. So instead it's, it should be like, that's cool, but just keep writing. Keep going. More, 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 more. Because if you settle for like, these are our songs, that's not going to work. You just have to do more. Because all the best artists, and like, there have even been like studies done on this. It's not that everything that they write is the best thing in the world. It's just they write so much quantity, and they know how to pick the best shit out of that. And then that's incredible. It's not like Lennon only wrote Imagine a hundred times. You know what I mean? Dude, that's what I go for when I, my writing process is quantity. Because you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but th- you, then, then you find the gems and then you yeah. fucking polish the shit out of those and make those quality. Hey, art mart. Yeah, um, and then just never stop creating. Never stop creating 24-7. He also taught us how to uh, cut the fat Yeah, and uh, shorten our songs. Yeah, so. Which he was very adamant about like three minutes. But then our biggest hit ended up being four minutes. Like until the day, I, until the day hey, I die is four minutes long. Wrong, which is weird. But he did that, so it was like you know. But just being mindful of not overdoing shit and just cutting the shit that doesn't need to be there. But that's uh, that was the lesson we learned pretty quickly. I remember that specifically. Him being like, "Damn, it's four minutes." Well, you would never notice that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if you shoot for making it shorter and you try to cut the fat, and something just happens to work longer. It works for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Go by feel, not by the clock. Yeah, if it doesn't feel long, who cares? But I think we were all, you know, all of our songs are probably like five minutes long at That's that point. That's my fault. Yeah. They always all started five minutes still. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I can't, even demos, I have to have like an intro and an outro. You know, I just like, that's just the way Well, yeah, and, and when it's just music, you're like, I'm going to jam for a minute and yeah. see, if, see if Dan sings something cool over this. And yep. then we cut some shit. It's fine. Yep. But that's the thing we learned. Yep. At that point. Hey. Hey, art, this art, you know what I'm saying? Art's cool. Art. Let me show you this poem, though. Gene Gene made a machine. <laughs> Joe Blow made it go. Art Art blew a fart and blew the whole damn thing apart. <laughs> Police Academy 4. <laughs> Zed. Zed. Josh Wills. It's a very artistic thing you just yeah. did. Never a truer word was spoken. I just love that scene. because he's a, <laughs> How he, do you find that? You were reading it off your phone. Did you look said, that up? He said art, and I, it's the only thing I thought of. He goes, shout out Zed. What are you guys eating in there? He goes, Gene Gene made a machine. (laughs) Joe Blow made it go. Jesus. Give us another question, Adam the Skull. (laughs) Mike Ortiz wants to know how we met Phil and brought him in for the album, Page Avenue. Said he's always wondered that. Okay, well, um, we came home, as we've said, after recording the first three songs, we came back to St. Louis, played a hometown show, and his band, maybe today, opened for we were still called Big Blue Monkey at the time. They opened for us and uh, our guitar... Nights. At Mississippi Nights. Our guitar player, Greg, we all kind of knew that it was done with him. And uh, we were like, well, that guy, that guy can sing and he can play guitar. And we are like, 
we had this plan, this evil plan to like somehow get Greg out of the band, get Phil in the band. And then it kind of manifested itself when we went back to California. Uh, we kicked Greg out. We talked about kicking Greg out and he still lived in the house with us. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we flew Phil out and he just kind of hung out and slept on the couch and uh, finished the rest of the record with us. We did kind of like some, not auditions, but we had people sending us videos. That's oh my right. God. That's dude. right. We had the VHS auditions. Yeah, I right? remember. Do you remember yeah. the, the cat that did the 360 kick in the living room to yes. show us he could do it? Yeah. And then another one did one like in a backyard. Because we kicked Greg out name. and then we had. Did we, we, How was did it like we MySpace that? or something? Like, what the fuck did we post that on? There wasn't probably. Yeah. We just, yeah, and we somebody had people, literally mailed us. People had sent a, us VHS tapes. Did we have yeah. a live journal page? One of our <laughs> St. Louis dudes, uh, my friend Dave Schroeder, uh, who was in a band called So They Say, which yeah. is from St. Louis, he sent us a video yeah. at oh, the time. Wow. Oh, I remember. Dude, um, there and then was like a bunch of other shit. We almost, we had, there was one dude who sent us a video and we really liked the song that he played us. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, that could be our song. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like we thought about hiring him, but then we flew Phil out from St. Louis, and uh, because we, we he didn't send a thing, we just saw him at yeah, the show. We, we were, were like, like, "Well, what about this guy? He's kind of cool." And then yeah, we flew him out, and you know, yeah, he talked us, to us about Jesus and the none and, of us and the practice space. Knew him, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this Jesus thing's kind of sketchy," but yeah, he came out and like essentially auditioned in a, a showcase for EMI, the publishing company. Right, that was when he was he wasn't even in the band yet, and we're like. Oh, is that when that was? Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. And they were like, strange all right, we, we killed that. this. This is clearly working. And yeah. I think that was it. And then yeah. he came in and finished the, the album with us, wrote Sidewalks and uh, Burning Years mostly. Yeah. And that's how that all went down, I think. Yeah. I was a dick and didn't let him sleep in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Greg, because yeah. we, we all shared rooms. There were three and we had like a bunch of people. <laughs> Greg and Josh had a bunk bed in their room. But, no, okay. In my defense... Greg took the bunk bed, and I had a single bed in my room. Oh, when oh, he, he took moved it out, home? he took the bunk yeah, he bed. he took it. Oh. oh, you guys didn't have a homemade one like us. No. I Ryan had, and I made one I out of two-by-fours. I had two like by a full-size bed in my room, like, for just me. <laughs> so Phil Josh flew had out. Josh sweet. Phil flew out and slept on the couch for, like, a month. In his shoes. Because uh, Josh wouldn't let him sleep in his room. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> that's a very Get Josh Wells thing to do. Hey. So, yeah, that, that's how we met him, and he became a member of Story of the Year. Here's a question. I know we're really on the Page Avenue thing, but it's the anniversary, so whatever. Kevin Ott wants to know if we think the popularity of Page Avenue is a blessing or a curse. Also, whose idea was it for Feldman to sing on that one song, on Falling Down? That was John Feldman's, <laughs> was Feldman's idea. idea. <laughs> we, well... Um, no, no, uh, okay. Because Ray and Toby were no, on it. I, I think we just, I, I think he asked if, like, should I do it? And I was like, yeah, it'd be cool if we just make this like a collab with everybody. Yeah. I, yeah. I think we just all agreed that that'd be really cool. Cause it was John Feldman from Goldfinger. I was like, yeah, fucking singing our song. Obviously page Avenue being successful is a fucking blessing. There's no curse there or else we wouldn't be fucking sitting here right now. We so, thought it was a curse for a few days. Yeah, yeah, we like we tried to, to rebel. You guys thought it was a curse in, curse in retrospect. I thought it was a Kurt. <laughs> you thought it was Kurt. You're being so Kurt. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's the most beautiful thing ever that you take for granted in the moment. But, you know, when uh, 17 years later you can play a song that millions of people fucking love, you know, that's not a curse. Yeah, the one, That can't be a curse. The one, I think the one thing that we did right, we've made 100,000 mistakes and we've fucked up a lot of shit. We've done a lot of stupid shit. Um, but Ma- Mainly you. Mainly me. 
But it's, your, it's all your fault. The one thing we we never me. we always like followed what we thought was best. Like we never made decisions based on money or like trends or trying to like recreate Page Avenue. I think that's maybe like what his question is getting at is like, I, I mean, you could look at it that way. Like, is it a curse because your first album was so big? Yeah. Do you feel like the pressure to follow that up and like equal that and match that? Like, dude. We fucked up a lot of shit, but like we always did things for the right reasons. We made it in the way because we wanted to, it to sound like that. We yeah. made the Black Swan kind of politically charged because that's what we wanted to do as artists. And you guys as the lyric writers on that, like that's what you wanted to fucking do. So you did it. Yeah. You know, we took chances, made, did did what we wanted to do and followed our artistic ambitions. And uh, we never thought about record sales or numbers or any, anything like that. So uh, Page Avenue, huge blessing. And I think every other record is like, an equal blessing in its in its own way, you know? There were times, not that it was a curse, but it definitely influenced us to take different paths mm-hmm. in our, you know, artistic endeavors. Yeah. Because, you know, because of the success of it, you know, we had to, we wanted to counterbalance that in yeah. certain ways, but... Yeah, and, we, and to the label's credit, they were like, okay, do that, yeah. you know? And we, we we're just... We're like, we're going to make a fucking heavy-ass second record, and they're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, and we just, we always did what we thought was right, and we never, you know, I mean, it helps that we, none of us had kids or anything like that. We were just like, no, we'll just do what we want, you know? We literally. Built our, we've built our whole career saying those words. No, we'll just we, do what we want. We will do what we want. We Literally our, is what we did. Yeah. All the time. That's what you can... Not always the best choice. <laughs> do it. See my movie. But would we be sitting here <laughs> if we operated the other way? If Probably we operated not. out of fear of, like, having to recreate, like, what... Nope we thought people wanted to hear that 15 minutes or that record or whatever. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't be sitting here. That's why you can't have regrets about it because that's what led us here. here no, we regrets. Are. no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Every one of us. Yeah. Yeah. No regrets. I love that question. Yeah. What, what was his name? Gary. Kevin. Gary Sinise. Kevin Ott. <laughs> Kevin uh, Ott. Thanks, Kevin. Caleb Shields wants to oh, know. Caleb? Oh, yeah. what up, Caleb? What's he got to say? He wants to know if we... If we had an opportunity to retrack any songs today, what would it be and why? That's hard because... I'd probably retrack Falling Down because I didn't track it. (laughs) (laughs) Josh can actually play that fast now. He couldn't back then. Faster (laughs) even. Meathead style. You nailed Meathead on the second record, which is faster and harder. Yeah. And yeah, we were... uh, Yeah, Dan, Dan tracked Falling Down on drums because I... Because like we said, you were the you were the six eight drummer. I was the punk rock drummer. Yeah, I, I was I, like, no, play faster, play I faster. I played no punk rock. I listened to one punk rock, punk, <laughs> one puck rock, punk rock band. Is ever. that like hockey music? Hockey yeah. Punk rock. Punk rock. Yeah. No, that's propaganda. They're Canadian, right? Yeah, that <laughs> is punk rock. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So I couldn't play that fast then because I didn't grow up playing that fast. He didn't specify Page Avenue, so this can apply to anything. Just in general, um, I was gonna say. Uh, a song's never done, so there's always things you want to go back and fix or do better or should have wrote that lyric a little better or whatever. So every song, there's like things that you wish you could change yeah. for me. Um, but you shouldn't because that's just where it ended up, you know? And and the rest of the world just how it, it's how it was it, nothing but that version. So that'd be kind of fucked up for most people. Well, what's that quote? No piece of art's ever finished, just abandoned. Yep. Yeah. So you have to just commit to it at some point, and then you can't really, you know, complain about it. It's just whether or not you love it or not, and then... There is one that I think would actually be better if we could do it again, 
And I don't know how we would pull this off. It might have to be, it would maybe have to be a different producer with a whole different feel, but we're not going to make it. It really felt like fucking Pearl Jam when we were playing that yeah, yeah. in the rehearsal space, and it just didn't get captured that way. And also that little bass thing at the beginning, I, I would say that that would be gone. You always hated that the yeah. intro because the intro was different on the demo, and it was you just always really hated chill. The, and yeah. Elvis was like, but "I I still think that song is magical. It's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. like even think, that version's amazing. That's like top five yeah, story lyrics, songs. And most me. people, me, most people would say that. Yeah. Lyrically, that song yeah. is like top five for sure. Super cool song. But it, uh, we it, knew it was special, and, yeah. and maybe we didn't capture it exactly how we wanted to, but it's still fucking awesome. I yep. guess we were thinking like, like the Black Swan has this very like tight, punchy kind of mix to it, and we were feeling it in this like roomy drums kind of Pearl Jammy vibe, yeah, and a little just like looser, you know what I mean? Generally speaking, because that I mean that's how we played it live, and it just again it felt like fucking Pearl Jam. So it'd be cool actually when we do a real live version of that and record it. I'll probably feel stoked about that. I think it would be cool to hear like the 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 far head like the the really like heavier side of us, um, like uh, divide and conquer or uh, what's that song called? Dun 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 dun. That's divide. That's divide and conquer. No, no. Uh, the first song off Black Swan. Choose your fate. Yeah. Like to hear those recorded like off click with like someone like Ross Robinson or something. Yeah. Like how we would sound like a different band probably. I mean, we'd sound like us. Anything time Dan singing, it's gonna sound like us. But that would be interesting to like get off click, get in a room, do like. Just a straight like Ross Robinson style. Hey, if Ross Robinson producing, I probably wouldn't play drums. <laughs> There's always a question of like, yeah. yeah, did we do that with the right producer? Who you know, it could sound totally different. But yep. like we said, once you commit to it, that's just what it is, and yeah. it's fucking it's just the thing. You can't look back and be like, well, I wish I would have changed it. Whatever. Yeah, it's pointless. No, it's pointless. And I, I, until, until Marty McFly flies yeah. up in his in his fucking uh, DeLorean. I don't think we're it's, gonna change any of it. It's pointless that I've never lost a night of sleep over any of this shit because I do think we're super authentic and genuine in our ambitions and motives and the choices we made. Yep. You gotta commit to what you feel is right at the time. Yeah, we did what we thought was right. Thanks, Caleb. Real quick, Caleb also wants to know if there's any hidden stuff, like uh just little stuff that we hid deep in the mix on anything. There's one thing from Page Avenue that we may have talked about already. The Amelie thing? Yeah, the end of Anthem played backwards is a quote from the movie Amelie. Did we say that in another podcast? I don't think I don't so. Know. No. Yeah. Feldman it's loved like that movie. Re- it's reverse yeah. French he, speaking. He literally brought a mic out of the room into the living room, held it up to the speaker of the TV, yeah. and recorded that. That's in there. There's a bunch of weird shit. Um, uh, something on the Black Swan. It's like, shit a, when it's like a noise maybe on the song Black Swan. It goes like, but it's like you yelling into your pickup or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like just fun shit, you know, yeah. we, on, we uh, a bunch of weird shit the, like that. The bridge of Page Avenue, like some of those sounds is like an air duster. Yeah. Like a keyboard duster. Yeah. Like yeah. noise. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, there's always fun stuff. Some of it you keep, some of it is just thing you do while you're recording. You just try things and sometimes it makes it. Travis wants to know... It just says Travis. Just Travis. Just Travis. What's up, Trav? How just many Travis. songs did you write for Page Avenue and how many got cut? Must That's be Travis from Gym Cat Class Heroes. Yeah. We wrote 7,000 songs before Page Avenue. So, yeah. For Page Avenue, there was only like two or three that like we really liked there was, that didn't make the record. There was one that 
the I Want to Rip My Eyes Out song. We already said that. There was one, but we used, it didn't make Page, Page Avenue, but we used the bridge of it on In the Wake. Was it the one that was in, it's in D minor, it's that same like. It had It had the, God, what fucking song is that? Off, oh, it's Pay it. Your Enemy, right? Yeah, it was. It was like a, a shittier version of, page, of Pay Your Enemy. We loved it so much, and Feldman kept saying, no, it's a B-side. No, it's at, still at a best, fucking B-side. At best, though. Remember that? I don't yeah, remember I how don't, it went, but I, I kind of remember this. It was that same but it had that, open 8, 10 kind of thing in the chorus. It had the bridge of Pay Your Enemy in yeah. the song. Yeah. And then I, know, answer, but, I know we had a song that, remember we did the, uh, we went and screened House of Wax, and we were supposed to write a song for House of Wax, the movie. Yeah. They had Alicia Cuthbert and uh, Joel Silver was the producer who produced like all of our favorite Predator 80s movies. Shit. Terminator. And we, or not Terminator, we got but, uh, flown out fucking first class. And, and, and they were like, hey, just write a song for this. And we had that one song. It might have been this one. We had like one that was left over that we thought maybe we would make work or something. Mm. And, uh, and then we just were like, this movie sucks. <laughs> and we turned it down. But the movie wasn't even bad, but we got like a pre-screening Yeah, of it. we got a pre-screening with like... And the effects weren't there and it looked really yeah, weird. And had, Paris had, Hilton was in it and we were like, what? Yeah, yeah, we were very... And it was also in that time frame where most of us were, ah, we don't want like more attention. <laughs> no, I don't want to be in a movie. I don't want to be a movie star. You didn't pee that fast. That was very fast. Really? I definitely made out with Alicia Cuthbert, though. Hey, small dick. Was Damn. Fast pee. It's not true, but I'll just I'll just manifest. What was that. the question? Rumors? No. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> Wasn't there rumors? Oh, sorry. Well, I was talking about the House of Wax screening uh, thing that well. we did. Maria Guzman wants to know. This is interesting. I don't remember. Do we think about making any other music videos for songs on Page Avenue? Was there talk of any other songs being singles? In the shadows. We tried we tried That's to make right. we tried to make that a single, but yeah. it, it never happened. They were like, No, it's too screamy. You're screwed, you can't do that. We wanted it to be a single. We were like, yeah. fuck yeah, let's do that. in the shadows. We wanted to do I think like, before we did sidewalks, we wanted to do in the shadows. And we wanted to do just like a heavy live video, I think. Yeah. Remember hey. the internet said you had a like a kid somewhere in Canada or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> That's no, what I thought DC. you were talking about. Josh, yeah. Oh, DC. DC, yeah, yeah. Back when message boards were a thing, somebody posted something on a message board saying, like, you know, I didn't really want to say anything, but, like, after this show in Washington, D.C. at the 930 Club, like, I got together with the drummer. And this was, like, when we were on, we were opening for Goldfinger. Whoa. So what, what was her name? I... No idea. Shout out. Me. So what Don't, happened is somebody at the show posed hey, you, as Josh yeah, Wills. It was sure. 20 years ago. You can tell us now. You hey, banged her, didn't you? You wasn't, got another kid we don't know? Hey, wasn't me. <laughs> Remember that Shaggy song? Yeah. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. I don't know any of the words. <laughs> hey, it wasn't me. <laughs> All right. A bunch of these questions we kind of answered people kind of ask things kind of some overlapping questions jerry fink asked about riffs jerry, jerry finn jerry fink oh i was like riffs the legendary producer turned into other songs we already mentioned that um other people talking about things we could have changed but let's <laughs> let's close with this one kyle ragsdale wants to know who's the best at grilling shout out kyle Josh. grilling like like cooking cooking on a grill i would uh, probably it's not me. me so I probably just I probably do it more just from talking to you guys. I yeah. probably do it more. The grill master. Yeah. I grill a lot of shit. I smoke some stuff. <laughs> smoke some drugs. I smoke that shit. I bake I bake some stuff. 
<laughs> I can bake the shit out of a cake. Smoke that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the best griller was Biff. Biff, oh, Biff Steele, Biff. yeah. Hey, he's got his own company. Yeah. What's it? That's what's true. It he put you to shame. Crew City, puts City the band Pig, to shame. City Pig Barbecue? Is that what it's called? I think that's what it's in called. In Blue Springs? Yeah. No, he's in LA, but he's got like a for real oh, shit. Like thing where he like he posts shit all the time where like you can order stuff and it's in LA. Yeah, if you're like a party, like a dude party. Oh, like a like Super Bowl party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah City, Pig, City Pig Barbecue is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But it, as far as the band's concerned, though, maybe me. I don't know. I, I'm like, I cook a lot. These, I probably cook every night of the week these days, but uh, I don't grill a whole lot. I grill fish. I don't I, I don't really eat so much meat these days. You know what's the weird thing, though, is I'm fucking terrible at, like, grilling, like, homemade burgers. The easiest Ooh. fucking thing on the planet. I'm yeah. bad at it. If, Idiot. If we were all having a, a cookout, I would I, entrust you yeah. as our grill master. I would win. <laughs> Cause I, I just wouldn't want to do it, so I'd, I'd be like, hey, cause "Josh, it, will you cook this for me?" Hey, all I do is win, 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 <laughs> no matter what. Grill, 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 no matter what. Uh, that's good. That's good. Good times. All right, let's wrap in, this shit up. Is there anything else we need? To, we got Paige. We're good, right? We're yeah. good. Are you ready? All right. <laughs> oh, it's so good. What'd you guys talk oh, about wait, on no, podcast wait, number wait, five? Uh, Josh is breathing. Hold up, hold up, I'm gonna do this. Look, another one. You ready? Hold up. Wait, stop. I'm going to take a video, put it in our stories, oh, yeah. Do just it. so people know what the fuck. Maybe we'll just put it on for Patreon. This will be a magical Ready? thing. You got to see this. <laughs> oh, you, got, got, the, you got, got the double. Do the double. Do one with some more tone. <laughs> Josh Wills, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is the Page Avenue Crew podcast. Thanks for being here. We need to say anything else? No. Uh, hey, <laughs> if you're not already a patron, be one. Go be one. Go be one. There's there's some cool go, uh, there's go some be one. cool benefits and shit. But also, if just at the lowest level, you just want to support this and help us keep doing it, do that. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Fuck yeah. Bye bye. Goodbye. How can